cousin Mark, you made it. I made it. Welcome to my podcast, Space Trash. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. What a delight. Oh, the delight is all mine. <laughs> <laughs> How are you on this? Uh, oh, today is a very uh, kind of, I don't know what you would call it. Like it's Tuesday and it's two, 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 two. It's a lot of, it's a, it's a super Tuesday, if you yeah. will. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a super Tuesday. And so as fate would have it, we are recording the podcast this evening. Yeah, and then everyone else will listen to it on Wednesday, but that's okay. Oh, yeah, and they can remember, they can throw it right on back. Exactly. Oh, man. Um, so I had my new job these past two weeks, or last week and now this week. I was thinking about that. How's everything going? It's going pretty well. Um, it's a lot to learn. I guess I forgot going in like, oh, like you're learning all the new job stuff, how to do your job or whatever, but you're also getting to know your company and the coworkers. Yeah, it's like a lot of immersion. Yeah, so it's a very small company, I think. With me, there are seven people. Oh, wow. Do you like that? It's a good atmosphere. Like it is. Everyone's been very nice so far. Love Not it. to say that they're going to be mean in the future, but <laughs> they're just waiting. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely something I'm not used to. I guess I I worked for like a bigger company for a couple years in the mailroom, and that was. Um, it was like, oh, we can complain about corporate or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, oh, corporate's just upstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I can't imagine. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot to take in, but it's been, it's been good. I'm so glad. Yeah. A whole um, a whole different culture to figure out like where you fit into it. Exactly. And yeah, it's kind of just learning the ropes and then for I guess creating my own spot in this seven person company. My one seventh yeah. <laughs> of this pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, each seventh counts. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So lots of new stuff. You went apartment hunting, but you're not you haven't quite found the spot. Yeah, no <clears throat> nothing is set in stone yet. I'm still I'm still on the market, if you will. Okay. I feel like springtime is when a lot of stuff goes up for sale and for rent and people are like ready to I don't mm. know move or yeah let's let's hope so i'm hopeful for you yeah i i have a tour plan tomorrow afternoon so oh wow yeah hopefully that goes well and yeah. hopefully i find something soon 
Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. New job, new home, all things that are kind of like (laughs) your basic foundation of the next phase of your whole life. Yeah. Speaking of. (laughs) Wow. I just teed up sort of my own segue. (laughs) Yeah. So congratulations on 50 plus days sober. Thank you so much. It's 53 today, but who's counting? (laughs) (laughs) Just me. You are. We're all, we're all counting on you to keep the count. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's some, um, there's some, I guess some people think it's important to count. Some people think that's not the way to go for them. But for me, I find that it's very, uh, I don't know, it's good. It's very grounding because a lot of it really is like, okay, today. Like, because if you think about, I'm going to do this forever, you get really. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It makes it less daunting. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like with any sort of major lifestyle change, right? Like you can only do what you can do for the day or the moment or whatever. Whatever you're up against. Yeah, definitely. You just sort of take it in small, um, manageable doses, if you will. Yeah, for sure. that's that's amazing and we are talking about this because you specifically said that you would want to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) and of course i i want to talk about it too but i didn't want to be the one to bring it up before you're ready to discuss anything Mm, i appreciate that so much because it is so uh, obviously really new to me, and mm-hmm. I would say for sure sobriety is the hardest thing that I've ever done, but um, it's so deeply important to me. But then also in some ways I feel a little bit like I tripped and fell and got sober one day, and now I'm like, oh, Lord, like I'm <laughs> I'm in <laughs> I'm in this now. Um, right, you're you're 53 days in. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a chunk of time. That's a major chunk of time. That's no. enough time to, that has gone by that I've had some real run-ins with some really difficult stuff, like the hard parts of it. Because the first first 30 days was um, well, I'll get into that because you had three beautiful questions and I actually that I could answer them without going all (laughs) sure I Um, I have a feeling we'll go all over the place no matter what but I know I know we what on this on this podcast going (laughs) off topic (laughs) I think honestly I'm actually like a little nervous this is the first time that I've recorded with you that I'm like playing with my earring and I'm sweating and I have my little cup of tea because I'm I don't like I want to get it right even though I know it's just our little podcast yeah and like I've said before on the pod this is kind of like the time capsule where this is where we are at now yes 
at this point in time and we can look back and and reflect on it however we want <laughs> we're allowed to change our minds we're allowed to bring a new based on new knowledge and opinions and facts and stuff yes for sure for sure definitely yeah and i think the goal here i'm this isn't oprah i'm not here to make you cry or anything <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord okay that's good to know no you don't you don't have like an alternate all what's the word alternate agenda uh ulterior yeah. no ulterior. ulterior motive yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we're you not make me cry for reading <laughs> <laughs> no no our dedicated listeners will listen whether you cry or not feel free to if you if you want to but <laughs> not the Freedom. goal no definitely like when you were when we were chatting about and you said, you know, your first question was so thoughtful and so perfect because I think the your first question was like, how do we talk about this? Like, how, what's the best way to talk about this? Right. Like from the perspective of someone who is sober or who isn't sober asking, like trying to get information from someone who is newly sober. And it's so... Um... It's so, everybody's story is different and everybody's mm -hmm. reason for arriving at sobriety is different and it's so intimate. And so I think it can be really difficult to just dive into talking about it. So I just, I would like to talk about it is especially mm -hmm. on space trash, mm -hmm. positive and also honest. So not like bullshit positive. You know what I mean? Like, not. It's like, like, it would be dishonest for me to say this has been like the happiest, easiest, <laughs> most fun journey. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's so much positivity behind it. The, like, the fact that I'm sitting here and I can stay for 53 days and nights, I've not had a drop of alcohol. Like, that just makes my heart so happy because I've actually wanted this for years. And just never had the, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I just was never in a place to go out and get it for myself. So now that I'm here, I'm very happy about it. Like talking about it. I think because there's so few places to do it. And also because the more you talk about something that for the most part is just like in shadows, it <laughs> makes it it normalizes it to just talk about anybody's relationship with alcohol. Yeah. Um, I guess we can transition to this. One thing you said that it was like telling people about your sobriety, it was almost like a coming out experience. <gasps> yes. And well, the other thing is, yes, because there's definitely this time frame where it's like, okay, like for the first 30 days, it was, I was following Annie Grace's, uh, what's called the alcohol experiment. So you go 30 days without booze and she guides you through the science of what is happening in your body, how it's mm -hmm. detoxing from alcohol and also what alcohol has been doing to your body as you were in active drinking or active addiction. 
So the 30 days I really wanted to do, and there was no definitive, like, what I'm going to do at the end of those 30 days. Oh, hmm. So I went through it and followed her program, and it was so eye-opening. I mean, it's phenomenal. And um, and then I realized for sure that, <laughs> number one, I had a problem. <laughs> number two, mm-hmm. um, I really it was really important for me to admit that to myself and to say going forward, this is 100% sobriety. This is not like moderation because I'm not a moderation person. So when I knew that I was like, Hmm, how do I, am I supposed to tell people? Am I supposed to like, do I owe it to people to tell them that? Do I keep it to myself? And so what ended up happening for me was that I, first of all, I'm a writer, so it was coming out in the writing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Everything comes out in my writing. That's the way I understand what I'm thinking about. So when, when I knew I was going to put it out there, it was kind of like also a way of holding myself accountable to the reality of it. So if I told people then it became more real for me and I knew that I needed that. So it was kind of like, it felt like the, the go-to phrase in my mind was like coming out as sober. And I was seeing that like I'm on a billion sober blogs and podcasts and reading. There's a lot of people who say like, I came out as sober and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So that is a thing that people try to figure out in, in a sense. How do they tell people, I guess, is what it is. So, mm-hmm. but my, uh, my other thing was, as you and I were talking about, and I was like, Mark, as a member of the gay community, like, is it disrespectful for me to use that phrase? And I had, I have thoughts on it. Um Yes. I feel like when you use a term that is like used by another group, you need to make sure it's being used with the care and respect that it deserves. Yes. And like, there's also like, I don't know. It's like when you meet a gay per like when gay people meet, or queer in general. Mm-hmm. One of the subjects is like, oh, what's your coming out story? Yes. And it's not that, like, not to take anything away from any sober person's charity, but oh, that's God, going no. to, right. That's going to be two different things. Like, yeah. Why I was like, I know that first of all, I'm so new at what I am doing that I don't even understand it yet. Like, it's kind of like when you're in something that's so new and disorienting, there's no way that you can understand it from like the the level of looking from the outside in. Mm-hmm. So that is what, the thing that I was trying to be really sensitive to is that I'm not in a place where I can think clearly about respecting other people like mm-hmm. dealing with so much in my own mind right now of but course yeah also i think i will say at the same time yeah whatever's gonna keep you sober use whatever word wording you want mm, that's so good 
Like, that's not... I don't think anyone should get too hung up on those semantics. Like... Mm, that's really such a lovely thing to say. Because it gets at the point of what is coming out, right? Like, what is it mm-hmm. for? What is what is it helping to do? And you just brought up the idea that if it's keeping you safe, if it's keeping you from harming yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of, like, for someone who... Yeah, I think that's so interesting. Like, what is your coming out story? Because every single person's story is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And it takes something to get to the point where you want to reveal something about yourself. That, like, okay, let me ask you this question. Like, do you feel like you we're about to reveal something that some people didn't even deserve to know about you, but you wanted to do it for yourself. Was that ever a thing? Or like, why, why did you want to come out? Yeah. Um... And you don't have to answer any of this. Cause I didn't prepare. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it was, I, I mean, I knew it. I knew who I was and I couldn't hide it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to let the people I care about know. Yeah. And mixed reviews, but you are amazing. <laughs> my god i oh my god it's so crazy how people react like you can't that's the thing like you can't predict what's gonna happen when you say your truth yeah and i was thinking like oh well when you're coming out as sober you you don't really get mixed reviews you get oh encouragement all around but then i that's not always the case i mean it is not the case unfortunately in my mind that's what i thought but but i will tell you this Mm -hmm. i am completely completely blown away and overwhelmed by every sober community that i have been around in this brief period of time it is the most immediate love, respect, um, gratitude for sharing your story. Um, everyone is hoping the best for everyone. And there's no judgment. And the, the stories that people have about what addiction has done to them. Like, there are things I never, ever, ever thought I could ever talk about. Wow. But the people go and they say the thing and there's just like this, this understanding that it's not your fault. Like, it's just not whatever happened is because this substance has done this to you. And it's just like the most freeing. It's the most 
free I've ever felt in my entire life. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I never, ever thought that I could be here. But I know now that I am here, it's exactly where I belong. It's exactly why I'm a writer, because I am able to talk about this stuff. Wow. It's... And that that kind of leads into one thing I was going to ask. Um, mm. Like what either your support systems or coping mechanisms or anything, really, what do you think has helped you? the most or what has helped you (laughs) yeah um I think I just actually um kind of said it but I didn't realize I was jumping ahead and saying it but definitely um Annie Grace and the 30-day alcohol experiment so what that is is basically it's a book And then it's a series of emails that have videos for 30 days in a row. And along with that is also this online community that you can jump into. And you don't have to, but you just kind of share like what day you're on, what you're struggling with, what is helping you, you know, what you're thinking about. Um, And so I got really involved with that. And um, that really, really helped me. It really helped me to make it very real because I mean it's still an online community so in a sense you're anonymous right like Mm -hmm. um, but you're saying feelings that you have and the real experience and epiphanies and thoughts and fears and you're just saying all like this deep intimate stuff that I have never been a part of a community that just talks about that stuff like the hard stuff right because it's not it's not ultimately about the alcohol or the substance it's about why you're using it you know what you're what you're trying to escape from um all of these things so i would say book the community people online and sharing stories um podcasts for sure the one i'm obsessed with right now has actually been out for like seven years um but it's called home podcast and it's two writers holly whitaker and laura mcgowan and they just share all their stories about how how they got sober what it was like before they got sober um and they're my age i think they're both 42 or so um i on instagram like i didn't even know there's this huge instagram community of folks and sober curious folks and uh i just was really feeling like i wanted to share on my 50th day so i posted like post just said i'm 50 days sober today and um, shared my blo- my website and just said, like, if anybody is interested in reading my story about this journey, it's there. The response to that blows every other post I ever posted in my whole life out of the water. Like, it was just overwhelming the amount of visits to my website. And, like, I do, I write um, blog posts, but then I also audio well and some of some of my recordings were downloaded like over a hundred times like I my gosh I don't I which says two things to me 
one is that there are so many people who just want to hear other people's stories. Yeah. Two, that this is so prevalent and so few people are actually talking about it. So we want to continue talking about it and just saying all the things. And um, so I guess that leads me to my third thing that has been the most helpful. And that is sharing my story publicly because it, it helps me to, um, to say it out loud and also to know that even if it just helps one other person, then that's really worth, worth yeah. the effort. Definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I will... so, shout out to anyone who took the time to read or listen. Like it literally means the world to me. Definitely. I will say from my perspective. Yeah. I I think I heard from my mom like, oh, Allie's trying to be like 30 days no alcohol. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's like, yeah, take a little break. Always good. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then it was like, oh, she's not drinking. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Good, good for her. <laughs> and then on the word, like, when you post it on your Instagram, like, 50 days sober, it's like, oh, that kind of takes it up a notch. Like, going from, oh, she's not drinking, to she's sober. Yeah. That's so interesting that because um, at the beginning of this when we first started talking, you were saying that the words that we choose, I forget what we were talking about, I guess coming out, but like the, the words that you choose send a message or I know what you said. You said it's a loaded term. Mm, yeah. And there's some debate. Um, in fact, this woman that I have mad respect for Annie Grace, who started me on this, this, um, sort of rubber meets the road journey. She actually is like, I, I don't use the word sober. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. She's not a fan of the word sober. She never uses sobriety. Yada, yada. Oh. For me to mm -hmm. finally say for years, I can't even tell you how many years when I would learn that someone I looked up to either a writer or, you know, um, anyone I respected and I found out they were sober. I was deeply jealous. Something in me was like, I wish I could have that. And I, and I can't like, I just, I always wanted to be able to say it and I would just kind of brush it off. Just just like, well, that will never be me. And uh, so now I use it on purpose because for me, like I, this is not like just like game or a health thing or like a fun activity. It is legit addiction. I need this is what I need, and that's why I use that word. And it's interesting yeah. that because I use the word for that reason on purpose. I am not using it like um, for shock value or like because it's a. I was going to say a buzzword. 
<laughs> yeah. You're hashtag sober. <laughs> like buzz, like drinking buzz. <laughs> anyway. Um <laughs> so it's just interesting because I I also, you know, kind of like talking about coming out, right? Like I started writing on my blog about this because I couldn't not write about it. And I was kind of like, I shouldn't write about this. I shouldn't write about this. It's not appropriate. And I don't know why I was going to censor myself that way, but I was like, you're not a sober blogger. You never wanted, like, you don't be that person. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's the connotation that comes with sobriety. Like, Oh, like, it's almost like, oh, they, you can't drink around them anymore. If you're Ugh. a drinker, we'll have nothing to talk about. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, uh, I guess that was a little bit of fear for me is like, if I use this, are people going to not know what to say to me anymore? Um, but the fear. I think the truth is it is whatever you make of it. Like if people want to talk about it, I legit really appreciate talking about it. I, you know, I kind of own it and it's not something that upsets me to talk about. Um, and at the same time, like I would say that the people that I have been with, which is limited, I mean, it's still, <laughs> It's still kind of COVID time, so we haven't really done much of anything. But yeah. um, but um, the conversations are clear and thoughtful and lovely so far. So I prefer it, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> as long as, I mean, I would never, um, like, my husband still, John still drinks, and there's still alcohol in the house. I'm not, I really wanted to do this in the real world as the real world is. Um, yeah. Because that's important to me. I didn't, I, but I also realized that some people can't do that. Like they just physically could not stay sober if that were the case. So for me so far, so good. I've noticed that at 50 days, it's harder in some respects. The physical, uh, mm -hmm. it's a little harder now in, in the sense that it's very, very real. I've, <laughs> I made it very, very real on purpose. But uh, so now, so definitely like, yeah. I, I'm going to have the proper therapy and whatnot. So I'm good. Nobody should worry about me. <laughs> no. And that's, that's great and i'm sure like in my coming out journey yeah as, as gay not sober um i i was talking to my therapist and it's like when you are in the closet you are processing a lot of things in an in isolation like you're on your own yeah like thinking about all these things and drawing your own conclusions and then it's like it can be difficult to get out of that mindset a lot of the time mm. so would you say that's like kind of similar when you're 
thinking about being sober and like you wanted to be for so long and it was kind of yeah you were on your own have all these thoughts in your head but nowhere really to express them yeah and I think there's so much of this like is it really real Uh, do I do I really need to be sober do I really have a problem do I you know what I mean like all this questioning and like calculating and trying to figure out and being like absolutely terrified of ever having to say like oh my god I I like maybe alcoholism is the thing and I legit have to stop completely. Like that takes years to, to even, for me, for me, it took years to even acknowledge to myself, even though I was in it all the time. Like I was just thinking about it nonstop, constantly, every day. Yeah. And like, I have this story. So this is like the, this is such an example of how we can sort of be so afraid to be honest and to reveal ourselves to people that we deny ourselves to ourselves. So I did this alcohol experiment. The book is written by Annie Grace. Annie Grace wrote a book before that. It was called This Naked Mind. And it was the same basic principles. Like she, she, delves into the scientific re um the scientific the science excuse me the science of addiction and what happens when you drink alcohol um so she had written that book i think five or seven years before the alcohol experiment so i'm doing the alcohol experiment in that book she says refer to my first book this naked mind and i'm thinking of myself oh. oh my god i swear i have that book like i swear i have that book Right. So I go on my bookshelf and I comb through all my books. And sure enough, I find this naked mind, which was a book that came out, we'll say five to seven years earlier. I think it was seven. And I'm like, damn, I must have gotten this because this is something I've struggled with for this long. But I guess I just never read the book. Right. Because I'm still struggling. So I open the book and I'm flipping through it. And the first chapter is underlined and the second chapter. And then I realized that the entire book I read and underlined and wrote in the margins and exclamation points on certain things. So it was just this moment of like, oh, fuck. Like that was a moment where I was like, this is real. Like, this is real and the denial is real. And it was right in front of me because it was like, yeah, you've been attempting this, right? Like, this is not something that is new for you. It's just new that I was able to actually get myself to 30 days. Yeah. So that was kind of something that I thought, wow, the amount of fear and denial that we do to ourselves because we we just don't and I think that's another reason why coming out stories are so powerful because 
It is like exactly what you said. Now, not exactly. I don't mean it exactly because a gay person's story is way different than a sober person's in so many ways. But what you said about being in a closet and being alone and literally just going around and around in your own little space. Yeah. It's just like the coming out part is scary, but it's also like, such a relief in a certain way yeah and that's that's amazing like yeah i know eventually how much better i felt after coming out Mm. and i mean it takes time of course like getting comfortable being gay when you Tell your new co-workers that you're seven-person company. You want to, like, you wonder how they're going to react. And if you're going to be able to handle whatever reaction comes out, they're all fine with it, which is great. But (laughs) yeah, it is something you constantly have to think about. Yeah. Well, on that daunting note, um, <laughs> heavens, I, uh, yeah, right. That's a whole, that's a whole topic that I just pray and hope that I was respectful about. And I know that I don't understand everything. Yeah. Then you'll get there. Then not that you'll understand everything, everything, but no. you're going to learn more about yourself and what works for you and yeah uh, yeah guess... how, how your journey will go <laughs> yeah i think you're right i think it becomes all of a sudden you realize that you're the only person that can like define your own boundaries and say what kind of lifestyle you are going to live according to your own values and that takes time to like first of all, understand yourself and then understand how you want to sort of move in the world among people who may or may not be kind or understanding. Yeah. I had this guy when I, when I said I was sober, he's like, Oh, and did you celebrate with a glass of wine? Like there's (laughs) just always a, there's always a person out there who's like a completely, ignorant cruel person right but like there's so many more people who are not that way and i'm just really glad that that that's still the case yeah yeah so So, lots um, of ground (laughs) we yeah i do have i guess my final question which we can yes close up after that yes this has been emotionally exhausting enough (laughs) Oh God! I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not for me. I don't mean that in that way. <laughs> um, Lord. But what would you say? What are the best things about sobriety that you've noticed so far? Oh yes! First of all, first of all, the first thing that came to my mind was no hangovers ever, <laughs> ever, ever, and I have woken up. 43 days in a row at like four or five o'clock in the morning and the coffee is perfect and I'm clear headed. I actually wrote, so you asked me the best things about sobriety. So I put 
physical thing sleep is gorgeous no hangovers clear head lost weight clear eyes and even when I laugh it's more real laughter like we were watching I think it was Seinfeld the other night and like my laughter is like legit every like something that's funny is like very deeply like like you forget how you used to laugh when you were a kid wow which is the weirdest thing to say I know but it's so true like you just laugh and it just feels so good um and then mentally i would say definitely just well less anxiety like i used to drink to control my anxiety but now that i don't drink my anxiety is so super low wow which is crazy and then i would just say the self trust that I'm building because one of the one of the biggest things where I decided like I'm just stopping altogether is because if I can't say before I start drinking if I can't say like one drink and that's that and follow through with that then I can't trust myself so I have no business around alcohol whatsoever yeah wow so self-trust definitely coffee and self-trust <laughs> <laughs> there you have it folks <laughs> so yeah so that's where i'm at that's where yeah. I'm at. well i mean here's to the next 53 days we'll we'll cheers with our water or herbal tea <laughs> Oh my gosh, the tea, the tea, the tea is the tea. That is the tea. That is the tea. Thank you for speaking with me. It was really, really good. I really appreciate it. Yeah, this was this was amazing. And I'm I'm glad I learned more. Me too. Me too. Space trash is just a whole new level this week. Oh yeah. How are we, how are we going to beat this next week? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm sure we'll come up with something. We will. We're pretty interesting people. <laughs> We're super interesting. <laughs> I don't think we resolved the um coming out thing, so we can always revisit that later. We can. Um, yeah. Talk about. Let's talk about words. Words are great. We're both writers kind of yes words i'm here for the words well we can definitely have something to look forward to because this saturday john mulaney is hosting snl and i'll be very curious to see that hey yeah talk about a sobriety journey exactly so i hope you have a great rest of the week at your new job thank you and i hope you have a great rest of your life being sober (laughs) again not daunting at all (laughs) (laughs) no pressure all right well until next time folks um wash your hands wear a mask uh get vaccinated and we love you